This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And this is the season when we are celebrating the birth of our Messiah. And we need to know something here, Shelley, that isn't often realized or taught. But we need to think through that the birth of the Messiah wasn't decided 2,000 years ago when Gabriel went to Mary. But it was before the foundation of of the world, the pre-incarnation, the Father and Jesus together agreed with the Holy Spirit that one day Jesus would come to earth as the Son of God because he is the Lord God of Israel, our Creator. You know, Junie, when we turn to the New Testament, it's very specific about the humanity of Jesus. For example, John 1.1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In that same chapter, 1 of John, verse 14, we read these words. And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. So the Word that was with God, Juni, was manifested in flesh, and was full of grace and truth. And was God himself. Hallelujah, yes. There were many prophecies regarding the coming of the Messiah, but who could have ever imagined, Juni, the way he actually came? Let's look, for example, in the book of Micah, chapter 5, verse 2. But as for you, Bethlehem Ephratah, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel, His goings forth are from long ago, from the day of eternity, which shows, Junie, that he was deity. His days were from long ago. His days did not start on the day that he was born. Exactly, because he came not only holy, the second Adam, the son of man, but he was the only begotten son of God. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Listen to these words. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Wow. And finally, 
Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. And Emmanuel, of course, as we know, Junie, means God with us. And I'd like to just interject a thought here, Shelley, that the virgin who was going to conceive was maybe 16 years old, Miriam, yes, and she was a Jewess. And when Gabriel came to her with the announcement that she was blessed amongst all women and she was chosen to carry the Son of God, and she didn't understand how that could be, how could that be? Hmm. I'm a virgin. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. And he said, the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you. And what it meant for Mary wow. to carry Jesus, the incarnation, what it meant for Mary. Shelley, we have to consider if we are born of God, if we are born again, we too carry the Son of God in our womb, in our hearts. And we have examples through his life that we'll talk about and his death and resurrection, but also through Mary's life that we would identify and not get discouraged when there are trials or tribulations or pain that we cannot seem to get past, but we can be encouraged to know that we have entered into the fellowship of this incarnated one along with his mother. Amen. And Yes. yes, we can be a daughter of Zion. We can be the bride of Christ And when you come to be my age, we can be a mother in the Lord. And it's time for us all to grow up, Shelley, and to really know the incarnation of God is bigger than a human act. Hallelujah. It breaks into eternal things. And that's what God wants to do in our hearts and lives, Shelley, that we would live in and through God which is eternity. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So it's obvious, Junie, that the scripture says God's ways and thoughts are so much greater than ours. His ways are past finding out. Actually, we can look in the earth and around all of us and see the works of his hands. I love what it says in Psalm 19, verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. But perhaps the wonder of wonders, Junie, the miracle of all miracles has been God himself manifesting himself as a man, a human being. Who could have thought of such a way of bringing salvation to mankind? How can we ever express our gratitude, our delight, the unspeakable joy that Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God? And as you said, Shelley, the heavens declare the glory of God Well, at the birth of our Messiah, the heavens declared it. And the shepherds heard the angels tell them that unto them is born a Savior. Jesus. Isn't it amazing? He came 
to save us, and his name is Yeshua. Hallelujah. Yasha, our salvation. Yes, yes. He left heaven and descended to a human level. He took our nature. He endured temptation. He died in our place. He conquered sin and death and secured our salvation. So he stands before humanity and before God the Father as the pattern, the standard of which God meant man to be. The divine identified itself with humanity so that humanity could be identified with divinity. And this is what we're going to be sharing this week, Junie. We have to receive this by faith because it's so hard to explain, even understand in our minds. Jesus did not just come to save us, but he lived a life that should become our standard, a patterned son who brought salvation to us. But we are called to live that way that he lived and allow his life to be lived through us. So the issue is more than just salvation, which in and of itself is phenomenal. And I know, Shelley, it's not thought through enough that Jesus said to our people, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. And he said that with the foreknowledge, because he was God, knowing that he would be crucified, overcome Satan on the cross, be resurrected, and then send the spirit of truth to us, Mm. his life, his resurrected life. So how can our righteousness exceed the righteousness of the Pharisee? Only when we yield our will to the Lord, our hearts and minds, that his will would be done, not our own. Yes, Lord. And his life, he is the righteous one, would be living. And anything that Jesus does is always pleasing to the Father. So he would be living in and through the people who say, I want to know you, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, even Yeshua, Jesus, are you the Messiah? Are you the Son of God? Open up my heart that I might receive you. And that's what this season, Shelley, is all about. The birth of the Son of God, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. You know, we could talk about it, Junie, but it's so far beyond logic This is a supernatural work of God. But I want to emphasize again that it's not the issue of just going to heaven. I mean, we are going to spend eternity with the Lord if we know him. It is how we live here on earth on a daily basis. That is going to determine where we shall stand with the Lord. We are called to live a life of grace and truth just as he lived. And our identity must be in the Lord. And during the course of these days... Oh, go ahead, Jenny. In order for that to happen, Shelley, we need to practice righteousness every day. Not doing what's right as much as learning to yield our own mindset, our heart's desires, the things that we plan, put them at the foot of the cross Put them at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in my life as it would be in heaven. And allow your life to come alive in me. Because when we're born of God, Shelley, his spirit quickens our spirit and we become alive. And so it's his grace and truth. It's his life. Yes, Lord. It's his righteousness living in and through us day by day. Right. So during the course of this week, we're going to touch on a number of areas of our life where our identity must be in him. Jesus, can we, can I say it this way, Junie? Jesus, in a sense, is to be incarnate in us just as God was incarnated in him. In other words, and we're going to see throughout the course of this week, it's, he's a lot, it's a lot more than having him with us. But we need, as born-again believers, to understand the, the implications and the joy of having him live within us as a patterned son. And his life needs to be lived through us. Shelley, he is the incarnation. He's the father. He's the everlasting father and the prince of peace. So I think what you're saying, if I understand it, is that his incarnation, his incarnated life needs to transform us. Amen. 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 So, Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Lord thank, we thank you for you. this season commemorating the birth of God in a fleshly man. Thank you, Lord. And that man was all God and all man. And he's called us to live a holy, consecrated life. And we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.